Welcome to episode 21 of the Average Joe's MMA Show. Jeff Shanahan along with David Van Boglen. And this week, we've got a lot of injury news. Quite a few fighters pulling out of big fights. We've got some fight announcements to talk about. And uh, we're going to do a short breakdown of this coming weekend's UFC Fight Night live from Croatia. As in the main event, Big Ben Rothwell takes on Junior Dos Santos. Dave, how you doing this week, man? I started DDP yoga. You did. This week. We were just talking about that. How's uh, how's that treating you? Today, uh, I spent yesterday and today getting prepped. I got uh, you guys can't see, but I got the yellow dungeon completely altered. So yeah, have some room here for me to get out and move. And, yep. Uh, you know, uh, I won't give you the the long story, but Jeff and I spoke about this when I first did it. I wrote to DDP because I've had so many health issues and. Mm-hmm. got this great yoga deal out, and they told me if I'm going to do it, you know, check the doctor I did, but record everything along the way. Yeah. You know, take your measurements, your weight, get it on video yourself, you know, when you start exercise and so on, just record everything. Yep. And I did. I got a webcam set up, and today I did the first step, so a lot of it was just breathing. Yep. You know, getting your breathing under control, how to use your diaphragm, you know, you've been, most adults breathe wrong. Right. You know, according to this anyway. So I did that, and then I got a little cocky. <laughs> I went to the first workout, and I did the first pose. And I had my knee out, and one of my legs up, and I was raising my arms in the air, breathing. And as I was coming down, I don't know if I was a little lightheaded or if I was just off balance or what, wipe out. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it, it's, I mean, that DDP yoga is no joke. No, like, people not. just think, oh, yeah, yoga, whatever, it's... I mean, dude. I mean, I just just from watching, you know, the the resurrection of Jake the Snake. Yeah. Between him and Scott trying to get into it, man, it's DDP yoga is no joke. Right. And you know, I I showed you what I got here. I got the rug burn. Yep. I I just said, you know what? That's enough for one day. <laughs> you know, this is not a race. Nope. This, this is, is a marathon. This one is, step uh, at a time, especially with that that shoulder of yours. Yeah. We. Uh, we don't and, need and you. And your, well, and everything else, I broke but the neck twice and spine three times. Right. And, you, know, you name it. So I, I I didn't push it too hard. It's just I went to the first one and uh, you know there was a little imbalance there, so mm-hmm. I, I called it that I'll. And tomorrow I'll do the ten minute breathing warm up and then maybe try a position again and if I can get it, I'll call it then. Yeah. Call it good and the next day maybe work on another one. But um, DDP yoga is. Is amazing for anyone out there that wants to try it. Yeah. Um, his support and staff on hand, they email me back the day I email them for, that's, for questions. That's awesome. You know, uh, they have a, a, a great setup over there, and Paige has helped a lot of people from uh, paratrooper, army vets, yep. and just to regular uh, to professional wrestlers and MMA fighters and just regular You're just guys. regular guys, yeah. And, and we should, we are definitely not paid by DDP Yoga no. <laughs> to, to do this spot. No, no. Uh, we're just believers in a good product, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, you and I both are wrestling, you know, we were wrestling fans. I, I was a lot more than I am now. Sure. Especially, I loved, I loved Davin Dallas Page when he was in WCW and everything. It was one of my favorites. So it's just giving back to a product that I think is something good. It's doing good yeah. things. You, you know, you hooked me up. I'm going to check it out and try it out myself. Absolutely. You know, if we, we, my back and everything, I can use all the help that I can get, and just trying to get my fat ass into shape. So, yeah, and like you said, we don't we don't do paid commercials. Yeah. I mean, you'll you'll hear plenty of DDP yoga commercials in some of the other podcasts, like the the Steve Austin podcast yeah. where they're paying. We're, we we ain't getting paid for yeah. nothing. We're just trying to pass along a good product to people. Yeah. It's something that we support because it, it, we see the results of people. Two things will come out of it. You know, someone will get will say, oh, you know, they're trying it, maybe I should, and it'll lead them to good health. Yep. And DDP will get uh, money for his products that can continue to make it better. Yeah. So win-win either way. Right. So it, it takes two minutes out of our exactly. day to do it. Exactly, so, man. I mean, yeah. I, we're always down to support good products and, and things that are actually trying to make a difference. So It's, it's going to be a fun ride, and uh, that's, that's where my focus has been this week. Good. Uh, working on that and getting that set up is very exciting. Yeah, dude, I'm happy. I'm happy for you, man. We'll be we'll be with you every step of the journey. So, and I'm sure you guys through the weeks as it progresses, 
You'll hear good days and you'll hear bad days. That's but right. You're going to hear a lot of DDP yoga going get used, forward. Get used to it. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. No, no, no. So, uh, should we get into? Should we get in and talk about a couple fights? So let's. I'm going to preface this right now. This is one of these cards we have talked about time and time again with you guys. That is not necessarily meant for us fans here in North America. This is this is it. Them going into a new market. Uh, this is them trying to, this is like much like China, the, the Korea cards, you know, things, a lot of heavily unknown fighters. Yeah. Um, this card is basically chocked full of unknown fighters. Yes. We're not going to give you guys a bunch of lip service and waste our, waste your time and ours going, um, well, here's our guesses on what's going to happen. We don't really know anything about these fighters. We're going to talk, we're going to talk about the main car, the main fight and the co-main event. Both featuring four fighters that, if you don't know, you, you, you're you hiding under a rock. Yeah. And we're going to mention some of the other fighters that we know on this card, but this is going to be a pretty non-in-depth breakdown or preview. You'll definitely get a full breakdown next week. No, no, no. We will, and we're both hoping that this is a card, one of these cards that we come out of next Saturday or next week and go, and, wow, you know what? Didn't know anything about these guys, but holy yeah. shit, was that yeah. a good card. I'm glad I did. You know, this is... This is them, a lot of this is by design. They're breaking into a market that I don't think they fought before. If they did, it was once. At the yeah, I don't remember now. a Croatia card at all. So they're, they're putting on guys that aren't big names because they're not going to make a lot of, anticipating not making a lot of money right. going into it. You know, they could sell out and they could do a lot of big numbers and whatnot, but the anticipation is when you for marketing, when you go into a brand new market, don't expect wildfire right. Expect a slow burn. I mean, this is a it's a fight pass card. It, it's a, a no. I'm sorry, it's not a fight pass card. Yeah. It is an FS1 card. Yeah, this is FS1. It's a Sunday afternoon card starting at 2 p.m. for the main, yeah, uh, 12 for the for the prelims yeah. and the early prelims at 10:30 on fight pass. So, you know, this is one you get up Sunday morning, you, you're a little hungover from the night before, you cook yeah. a little breakfast, you watch some UFC, and maybe you'll get to see some great fights. Maybe it's going to be a complete stinker. Who knows? Yeah. That's the thing with this one. It's a complete wild card. At least, at least this time, it's not a Sunday night card where the main card starting at like ten. Yeah, exactly. I would you be, know? I'd be furious <laughs> if this was a night card. You I'd guys probably would probably throw my hands up and just say, you know what? Screw this it. Is a wash. Yeah. Just, Screw you know, it. This but happened. We're gonna go talk more pride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good conversation last week. That was fun. It was electric, man. If you guys missed last week, there was a. I, I wrote about this on our page. There was electricity. That you could that you could feel yeah. through the airways between you. And it was I. fun, man. I you know, mean, there was a lot of times when you my get those goosebumps. Yeah, dude, you start thinking you know. about those wars and pride and guys just getting soccer kicked in the face. It's yeah. just oh, I'm getting goosebumps now. <laughs> but this this card is <sighs> there's a lot of big fights coming up in the next few months. Yeah, I know. And this was just kind of like left. and like we were saying, I think this was one that that Krokop was supposed to fight or supposed to headline. It was, yeah. I'm sure maybe they would have wanted Stipe to probably headline it. Oh, yeah, when, you know, until everything went down with Kane and they had to throw Stipe in and yeah. where they did. So uh in the main fight it's gonna be Big Ben Rothwell taking on Junior Dos Santos number four and number five respectively in the heavyweight division. Dos Santos ben on Ben's on a four fight four looking for his Fifth, uh, Junior hasn't won a fight. Well, he beat he did beat Stipe by a unanimous decision back in December, but December uh, of fourteen, right? Well, just just not that long. Oh, yeah, December fourteen. Whoa, yeah. All right, and then he lost over in December. So yeah, so his last his he's he's got a year in between wins and losses. Before that, he lost to Kane in October of thirteen. Yeah, and then he beat Mark before that in two thousand thirteen, and then before that was he's been win loss basically since he beat Kane for the title. Hasn't been able to string. I don't see him winning this one either. The way he looked against against. well, the way he's looked in his last the way few he's fights, in general, yeah. You know, um, he's not. But for the way he looked against the Ream was just—he's not that junior anyway. Those those two wars with Kane took so much out of that guy. It seems like now, when Junior takes one shot to the head, it's it's immediately deer in headlights, um, foggy yep. mess. He doesn't know what's going on. Exactly. Um, 
I think there's been a lot of concussions there. Yep. And there's a lot of, uh, of, of remnants of those concussions because when he gets popped, I mean, the whole thing just, it's like his whole game plan just falls forward. He doesn't know what he's doing. It's in survival. Yeah. For the oh, absolutely. Three to five rounds. Absolutely. I mean, the, the, the man took a freaking beating. Yes. Both the, the losses to Kane. Those yeah, were, man. those fights should have been stopped. They were ugly. Absolutely. They were, they were vicious, disgusting beatings. I don't see, I just don't see anything that Junior has that is going to stop Rothwell on the tear he's been on. I don't either. I, I see Ben uh, dominating this fight. Um, and Ben's, ben has been knocking out guys. Ben has been choking out guys. Yep. He's been up and down. He's been great at every range. It's like a fire lit under this big yeah. ass. And he, um, he's now employing some tactics before he was trying to be that bruiser. Right. And just go in and slug it out and beat it up. But he has learned now some tremendous jitsu. And, and yeah, his, his jit skills have, have gotten incredible lately. Compared to where we were, say, let's call it three years ago. Yep. You know, and that, that time he has progressed to such a more well-rounded fighter where anybody still has the size, he still has the strength, he right. can still KO you no problem. You know, he's still a 265-pound heavyweight. The top, you know, as big as he can get. Yeah, he's an animal, you know, man. Junior's never been a big a big heavyweight. No. Right in the middle there, about 230, Yeah, I say he's, he's about 240, 238. Okay. So he doesn't, you know, he's not light, but he's not on that heavier no. side either. He's kind of that, that little hybrid. Yep. Uh, he's in the middle. He's in that middle where a lot of guys are sitting, you know, your, your canes, your... Uh, Fabricio's, you know, guys like that. Cormier, when he wrestled, him, right? He a similar way, right? You know, he was only over two hundred and twenty-five pounds, I think, as max. Might have maybe two thirty, but yeah, yeah, he he yeah. was a small heavyweight. Rothwell is that guy that's got a cut to make heavyweight. Yeah, exactly. He's a big, big man. He's got a, a great reach. He's uh, uh, he's and and on top of you know, now he's got some submissions to his game, but he's still got seventy-five percent. Knockout rate right. for victories. I mean, right. He's still that dangerous striker, but now he's added 17% submissions. And those have come over the last three years, those submissions have. Those haven't been. No. No, it hasn't time. been his game for a long time. So I don't see this night ending well for Junior. Oh. Uh, I'm going to say second round TKO, probably. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't go to the championship round. No, I don't even much. think it gets out of the third. Um, the way Rothwell's been putting people away lately. Yeah. And, I mean. He brings he brings Junior's bell and then you know the the fog happens again. It could be even earlier than that. Yeah. Um, but uh, surprisingly, very similar in height, the exact same height, which I kind of thought Junior might have had a, a height advantage, but he doesn't. Reaches in the favor of Rothwell in both arm and leg reach. So not a lot, but enough. An, an, an inch, an inch, and each, two, inch and two, respectively. Um. Yeah, I just this this is not going to end well for Junior. I no, I don't. I don't think anyone ever. I think this is uh, and Junior doing win loss, win loss, win loss. Um, at this age and this this late at this stage of his career, yeah. Um, to show how diminished the heavyweight division is, he's still ranked number five. Right. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, after, you know, winning, lose, win, lose, win. I mean, he, does, he can't stick well, together anything. Well, I mean, you know, when you got when you got a win over the guy that's going for the title, that can, that'll keep you in five. I mean, like, even if it's two years ago, he still he still has a win over Stipe. It just doesn't seem like he ever Falls. loses. No. Loses ranking. Well, it's because that... He it, doesn't gain either. That's because the heavyweight division's a mess. Exactly. A mess. I mean, there is some new blood coming up through... Uh, I mean, there's a fighter next. I mean, the Kobe event that we're both yeah. excited. Let's get your uh, let's get your pick before we move on and talk ben about Ro- Ben Rothwell uh, in, a, in fairly dominating fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, he finishes this fight. He does not go the it does not go the distance. Um, three at the latest. Okay. Round three at the okay. latest. So uh, this new blood in the heavyweight division that we were talking about uh, in our Kobe event. The Black Beast, Derek Lewis, has taken on Gabriel Nepal Gonzaga, man. And, and I love Derek Lewis. I love Derek he's, Lewis. He's man. a breath of fresh air yes. in this heavyweight division. 
a big, burly, just monstrosity. 93% KO in his 14 and 4 record with one no contest. A 7% sub, so. He's never went to. Never been to a decision. He has with that thing that Dana loves. Don't let it go to the judges. Yep. He's finished every single fight that he's been in, that he's won. Yep. Excuse me. He's, he's finished every fight that he's won in 18, 19 total fights. And 14 victories, four losses, and a no contest. And we love this guy here. He's so, he's insane, we, man. We're always singing his praises on, you know, who's he going to get next. Yep. Let's give him somebody. When somebody with a name, so, man. Yeah. And, and Gonzaga's not ranked, but... He's got a name recognition. Exactly. It's somebody that's ahead of Derek. I, I think it's an ideal situation for him to catapult Absolutely. himself into getting that some next level competition. Because Gabriel, Gabriel's he was a former title contender, man. He's yeah. a he's, he's, he's a, a big man. He's a gatekeeper. He's yeah. definitely a gatekeeper. He fell off. I mean, he got crow cop by crow cop on the rematch. Yeah, uh, one and one, one and one each. Uh, I, but I don't see this night ending well for Mister Gonzaga either. No, I like Derek in this fight. I do too. Um, I don't. This is a challenge. They very much so. For Derek, though, this is not like where I see Ralph Wall is going to walk on uh, Dos Santos. I think Gabe's going to bring a lot of of things that Derek is going to have to really fight yep. through. Gabe is well rounded. He's he can knock out and he can submit just fine. If you see, yeah, I mean he's fifty three percent knockout, forty one percent sub. Exactly. Uh, I mean. The man's got it on, on every level, and he's got great defense. So there's a lot that Derek is going to have to not do and, and not put himself out as much yep. because Gabe will, will snatch that arm up. Yeah, he's He'll definitely – his game plan's got to be a little less loose and crazy than right. it usually is for some fights. And, yeah, and can't, Gabe can't fight that fight against Derek Lewis because right. a younger, stronger Lewis will – take his head off yeah um in the end i think Derek does beat gabe um but not not at, you know, definitely not as bad as the main event but not as bad as is what i see a, a lot of people talking about i think gabe stays in this fight quite a bit um but i also see Derek finishing him at a probably two that's two and a half second, middle of the second round. That's where I was going to say mid to late second, yeah. early third. He puts Gabe away. If he don't finish him in the second, he will put him away in the third. Right, um, but Gabe's going to Gabe's going to give him a lot. Oh to yeah, deal with you know he's going to give him a lot of range. He's going to give him. He's got to watch those know, kicks. A lot of levels kicks exactly. He's going to you know Gabe's going to continue with the body. He's going to go low, go bam. He's going to go right to the head. Yep. And if, if Derek sleeps on that, he's going to end up sleeping. He's going to end up asleep. So, uh, we're both going to say that Derek Lewis is going to gonna finish this. You yeah, say in second, early third, as well as myself. So, like we said, folks, there's not a lot to really talk about in this card as far as people that you're going to know. I mean, until today, you, were, there wasn't even pictures for eight no. of these guys. I looked up this morning. It, it was... Actually, the other day, and I even looked, checked in this morning when I when I sent you a message yep. and said, bro, you got to look at this card. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, there we've both been watching it, trying to figure out what we were going to do to talk about it. I mean, there are names. There's Timmy Johnson. Yeah, there's... Uh, Jan Blakowicz is also fighting on the card. Uh, Rob, Rob Whiteford. In the early prelims. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I look, I'm looking up, kind of trying to find these guys, but Croatia doesn't really have... When there's a lot of Croatian fighters... There's not a lot of media over there. No. So to try to find some stuff on YouTube, I found some fan videos, and, and you can't really tell what's going right. on. Right. All I could see was the winner or loser. I couldn't see how they were doing Probably it. I can't understand anything. And Everyone's there yelling. And nothing. No audio. Understand. Yeah, we're just listening to people yelling Croatian. You know, there was no commentators or anything. It was just, uh, it, was, it was really hard to watch. So I, I'm trying to find stuff for these guys, and I just, I can't. Yeah, this is, this is not a lack of preparation for us to not have something to discuss. It's just a lack of information on people to discuss. And like we said, we'll, next week we will give you a full breakdown of this card Absolutely. and talk about, wow, this guy, you know, didn't know anything about him. This is a good fight. This guy, something to watch for, you know. But other than, than Timmy Johnson and Jan Blackowitz and Rob Whitehead, or there's not a – or Whiteford, I'm sorry – there's not a lot of other guys to talk about that you're going to even know who the heck we're talking about. I don't think I know anybody in the prelims 
just in the prelims. Yeah, I don't either. Besides, you know, Whiteford. And, the oh, the earlies. Oh, and the main, main, or the regular prelims. Yeah, I don't recognize a single name. The, Dolby, maybe. That sounds familiar, but it, as far as trying to recall a fight. Exactly, yeah, there you go. And we're not going to, we're just not going to give you guys a bunch of lip service What's and fake point? through it. There's no point of it. We got plenty of news to talk about. Yeah. Um, that's where the main. Yeah, that's, this week's episode this is a lot of news. There's, there's been a lot of big, high profile guys pulling out of fights. Uh, you know, so let's just get right into it, man. Uh, unfortunately, a fight that you and I were both very excited for that was supposed to happen next week. Uh, Tony Ferguson was supposed to take on Khabib Nurmagomedov. Our fear for this entire fight has been whether Khabib made the walk to the cage. Exactly. In a little twist of fate, Mr. Ferguson had to pull out announced, uh, what was that, on Wednesday? Tuesday? The 5th. Wednesday? Wednesday. Wednesday. I think it was Wednesday because it was when you were, um, I sent you that message freaking out. It was when you were kind of, kind of feeling out of it. And I sent you that message just freaking out like, dude, this fight is gone. Yeah. And I had, uh, I had fallen asleep. It was, uh, for whatever reason, I I was, uh, slept like half the day. I was extremely tired and and I woke up and I looked at the thing and said, Tony's out. He's, he's, there's exclamation points. He's just, like, what the a lot hell? of expletives. What's going on here? And, you know, it was like two o'clock in the morning when I woke up. So I put it down and looked it up. I'm like, oh man. So Tony, Tony got an injury. He uh, he's got what is it? Blood in his lungs. Blood in his lungs. Yep, blood in his lungs. So the doctors will not let him fight, and he yeah. was forced to pull out. Unfortunately, sadly, both of us were extremely excited for this fight. It was uh, it was supposed to headline the card. Um, uh, title contender shot for both of these guys. I mean, Khabib's been sitting in the number one, number two position for the last couple of years. Tony's been climbing through the ranks, beating people. So these two were going to fight for probably the opportunity to be the next this was title challenger. A title eliminator match. Yeah. No doubt about it. I mean, I can see if Khabib would have won, I could see them giving the immediate title shot to him because he's already beaten RDA. Right. Tony would have won, you know, maybe he would have gotten the title shot. He may have, would have had to fight one more guy at 55. I don't think he would have at this point. It kind of depends. You know, eight, you know, eight in a row and just I, beat Khabib. I agree, but you know how the UFC works. I would have given it to him. I would have, I would have too, but again, we're not Joe Silva or Dana White, so. And I can honestly say, I'm, I'm not saying that because I know Tony. Right. I consider Tony a friend. Right, I mean, yeah, we've, we've Tony talked him. at length. You know, we've known each other for 10, 12, whatever years. Mm-hmm. Um, we speak yeah. on Facebook, him and I, you know, he's, he'll, he'll have 300 comments on his page. I'll send one thing and he'll reply just to me. And I mean, him and I are, are that's cool. We're, we're acquaintances and friends when he's in town, you know. I've known him for so long, and I'm saying this not as his friend, as an MMA uh, podcaster. I would, if he would have beat Khabib, I would have given him. The oh, I absolutely, I absolutely agree, one hundred and ten percent that he deserves it. But, but you know how you know how the UFC, and you know how my mind works. Yeah, I kind of tend to to start thinking about things in the way that they that they're going to do it. And you know, I mean, you know, Khabib would have gotten it. He he's already beaten RDA, so no that, that that fight sells itself. I mean, Tony, yeah, on an eight-fight win streak, he absolutely should get one, but I could see them being like, well, you need to fight no, one no, more. Exactly. No, I get you. 100%. Blah, blah, blah. So, um, fluid, in the lungs, fluid in the lungs, man. It's a it's a serious thing. He's got a kid on the way, so it's good. Get, get yourself healed up, man. Yeah, that can lead to all things from pneumonia to death. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's a serious condition. It's, it's a really bad deal. And Tony, you know what? Tony's never pulled out of a fight before. Nope. He said he posted that he he kind of he tried to offer things like you know, let's push it back. Yeah, let's push it back. Khabib, wait, months. but uh, Khabib said no. And I can understand Khabib. He's been waiting for well over chomping at, chomping at the bit to get back in that cage. But Khabib was also offered cowboy and turned it down. Khabib was uh, well. RDA said he'd fight him in a month. Or so. Yeah, he wanted to hold out. Uh, and Khabib turned it down. There was there was someone else, and I can't remember who it was. Khabib turned down a lot of people, but then he took the rookie. You know, uh, here's sure. here's the thing I can see. So, trying to go from a fighter, preparing for a fighter like Tony to switching it up to Cowboy, 
you don't want to come back off that like that. You lose, you you screw everything up you've been working and chomping at the bit for. I get it. RDA, a.k.a. you really don't want to give yourself another month of training because you never, you never know. know if you're going to make it out. Exactly. I get it. Do do I necessarily agree with it? Maybe not, but I respect the decision for him. I mean, the dude just wants to get back in the cage and fight. Yeah. It's been well over two years. He's had to pull out of so many fights. I just... Before they even signed this, I thought with, with Nurmagomedov pulling off pulling off his last three fights, being injured so much, he should have had a warm-up before going after someone like Tony. I agree. Or some of the, he should I agree. have had some... Some two and zero or, or one and one, some young guy, just to get the rust off because yep. there is rust in yep. there, especially in your cardio. So I mean, it comes around to the fact that now he does, he is going to get that. He's going to get that, that warm up fight, which you know he should have had to begin with. But unfortunately, they also have moved the fight was supposed to be in the main event. Now Rashad and Glover are going to main event it. Yeah. They actually moved it to not even the co-main, but no, the number three position in the main uh, card. Hendo and Machida. Hendo moved to the yeah. moved up, and Khabib and whoever, it's, no name. Uh, something Horsher. Yeah, that guy. Guy no. nobody's ever heard of. No picture. No, no picture, no nothing. Going to probably get him. mauled by Khabib, and yeah. it'll be a day. But So we'll see what happens. Tony, uh, who knows, maybe... Maybe Tony gets, you know, there's there's still some spots open for 200. So Daryl Horsher. Daryl Horsher. 0 0 in the UFC. Yep. So, first fight. 12 and 1 MMA record, but 0 0 in the UFC. Okay. He's a six year pro and former Bellator fighter who recently competed okay. for the C. And they're fighting at a catchweight. Catchweight at 160 pounds. pounds. Yep. I did remember seeing that yep. too. So, it's probably a 170 pounder jumping onto the card. Uh, I'm just excited for Khabib to get back in the cage. I I, I really like watching yeah. the guy fight. He's exciting. He's fun to watch. He's an animal. Oh, man, he's a mauling monster. So I'm glad he's getting in the cage. It sucks that Tony's hurt. I was extremely pissed off when this fight got scrapped. But what are you going to do, this man? This one really got me more than, I mean, just because it's a personal thing of, of watching a friend succeed. Right. So... Well, over guys, you know, like Edson and, and everyone else that he, you know, it's, to me especially Edson because of such praise I hold Edson in and to see a, a, what I consider a friend right beats this this killer. Yeah. You know, it just, I love seeing the success that Tony's had and to never, he's never pulled up a fight before. So one time... Alright. Yeah, whatever, man. It's not going to kill him. It's not going to, you know, it, it may, he may have to have two fights now before he gets to that title shot. Probably. Because he had a plot of this one. So he'll probably have, you know, one when he comes back and then that eliminator and he's going to have to win those. Yep. To go for it. If he has any loss on the way, it's going to start back off at square one. And, you know, because he's had a six fight win streak and a seven fight win streak. I mean, right. He's just... Yeah. After a loss, he just comes right back again. Yeah, I mean he's a terror. So we'll we'll keep. And he's it. young. He's yeah, not, I mean you know, he's only like thirty two. This isn't the end of the road for no, for no, not at all. It's I mean it's a it's a serious injury, but it's not as serious as like it could be. No, it's just the doctors. I mean he tried. He tried everything he could. Doctor said no, man. It's well, not. It's too dangerous. It early enough, there's no tear in the lungs or anything like that. Anything that isn't going to heal itself. Right. There's no surgery required on his lungs to yep. to slow it back up. So it's just a couple of weeks. He said yeah. a couple of weeks. I'll be back. So. Yeah. If he comes back too early from something like this and tries to push it, right, he he could potentially fill himself with, with fluid and die. Yeah, I mean that's that's the extreme of it, but it's a possibility. I think they'll be monitoring it closely enough, and we shouldn't have to worry about it. And we'll get Tony back fine. Um, well, before we talk about this one, should we talk about the other injury? News of the big, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was also announced earlier in the week that uh, Daniel Cormier had to pull out of his championship defense against John Jones. We talked last week about how John Jones can't stay out of his own goddamn way. Yeah, and, and what happens as soon as we go off? As the soon air. as we go off the air, man, <laughs> Daniel gets hurt. So Daniel Cormier, we, there was a video posted from uh, the UFC tonight. 
actually earlier in the week where he was talking with Kenny Florian and women's bantamweight champion Misha Tate discussing his injury. Uh, he said that he had a kick checked yeah. and he tore a ligament in his leg. That's the extent of how he described the injury was tore a ligament in his leg. Now there's ligaments up and down your feet, right? Those knees, you know, it's hard. He didn't specify which one. When this was when this was announced, it was a week ago today. Yep. And it was on April Fool's Day. Yeah. And I was so hesitant. I ignored it at first too. To believe it because you know we've seen so. I ignored much crap. so much crap, and then I waited, and then it was a real life thing. Yeah, I sat and I. Well, actually, you messaged me because yeah. I was in Bay City. Mm-hmm. We were playing over in Bay City that night, and I get the message from you at the bar, and I was like, "God damn it!" Yeah, I told, I told him, I told you flat out. I was like, "Look, man, I researched this. It's not a joke. You know, I wouldn't have. You know, I oh, yeah. took me about two hours to make sure that it's real. Right. And everyone has posted to make sure that this is not a joke. This is happening. So on April Fool's Day, Daniel Cormier is out. Yep. And, and I, the, the the replacement kind of surprised me because I really thought it was going to be Rumble. I thought it was going to be Rumble, too. I don't know what happened in the negotiations that fell apart, but Did now... I feel like you had enough time. Fair enough. Fair enough. Against I mean, against John Jones... I mean, do you ever have enough time? There's really no such yeah. thing as enough time. So now stepping in for the injured Mr. Cormier is going to be Ovince St. Prue and... It's for an interim title. It is okay. See, I did not know if they yeah. were going to do the interim title. I mean, they that, that was finalized. Okay, so we got an interim title. So basically, John Jones is going to get his belt back, right? And then he's going to fight Daniel Cormier and take the real belt back. As long as he can make it to that. Yeah, as long as he makes it that far. Well, it was stated earlier this week by Mr. Greg Jackson that now John Jones finally has a driver. Well, hallelujah! A full-time driver. That took long enough. Look, I only took a, how many goddamn traffic incidents before we go, oh, baby. He going to spend more money in court costs, fines, lawyers, this and that. And he could have had that driver for the next 10 years. Right. With the, with the money that right. he's shelling out. For yeah, that. plus the settlement that he had to pay out to that pregnant exactly. woman that he hit. I mean, all the... I don't... I mean, we're going to get in and we'll talk about that fight more. Yeah, yeah. Definitely in the weeks to come. We got a couple of of weeks before the April 23rd fight date. But just more injuries, man. AKA strikes again. That was the first thing you said to me. Yeah. Curse AKA strikes again. It it, is. These cats cannot stay healthy. No, they can't. There's uh, uh, When when Dana first said that two years ago, um, you're the guy here that knows camps more than you. I have been studying my ass off to try to lose these camps. (laughs) But I didn't know about AKA back then and ever since then I've been you follow back it. at history dude like, it's oh, nuts this guy he was like, he was like him too yeah and then now watching it unfold after he said that fighter after fighter after fighter that gets hurt it's aka yeah man you know you'll see you know of, of all the camps out there two fighters from other camps one aka two fighters from other camps one aka they're always in there and it's not like it's the biggest gym no either. it's not a huge you know, gym got, of the names that you know, they got Rockhold and then they got Kane and they got DC and they got Khabib and uh, you know there's some. There's I want to say Koscheck used to be part of the AKA there's, team. There's a few fighters, but look at the one that I just named. Yeah. Uh, of them, I, I can't remember last time Rockhold was injured. Uh, yeah, I can't either. But three out of four constantly. Yeah, I mean, know? I mean, Kane's constantly hurt. Daniels. Dan, this is the first time that I. Yeah. But Khabib and Kane, between Khabib and Kane, they're constantly pulling out of fights. They probably missed six fights. Yeah. Or so between just the two of them. Yeah, Kane can't stay healthy to save his life, and neither can Khabib. And there's others too. I just. Yeah, those are the ones that stick out the most. Um, It's. This is the St. Prue fight. St. Prue is a little bit closer to John Jones than maybe anyone else in the division. Size-wise, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Skill set, though. Not a chance. No. No. Just in physical attributes. Um, and also good on him for taking... Yeah, I mean, great for OSP for yeah. stepping up. That's a huge step in competition for him. And, you know, uh, we'll give our thoughts on it in a few Absolutely. weeks. But just wanted to touch on... I figured we'd touch on that, sticking with the injury theme before we, uh, before we got into the... Debate. I hope we don't see any more because we got a lot of great fights coming up, man. And 
so many good cards that just get fucked up by we've people. We've lost two now that we really, I mean, Tony and Jones, we've lost two now that we really, really, yeah, those, really both to was those, both those fight cards were ones I was super excited for. Uh, obviously, there's more uh, on the line with Jones right. and Casey, but from a personal standpoint, we yeah. have Tony's fight, I mean, right. we love the kids. So yeah, it's a big, we, it's we a big deal. See, it's, a, it's a big deal, especially for us, and um, to to have these two injured, it's a blow. It hurts, but there's so much other good stuff coming up that we have to focus on the positive. Right. Accentuate the positive, hide the negative. Yep. So DC is he'll be back. Yeah, he'll be. Oh, absolutely, he'll be back. I, I would say probably by the end of the summer, he'll probably yeah. there'll be some kind of announcement. We could see uh, we could see Jones in, in DC and you know around October time. Yeah. You know. Yeah, or, or even sooner. Yeah, exactly. It could be August, September, really. Right, exactly. I mean, John's if John's fighting in April. That would be plenty of time. Oh, yeah. So that sucks for Cormier. Um, we'll let you know as as it unfolds on what exactly. Yeah, once we is. if we get any news on what exactly yeah. the extent and, and time frame we're looking at, you guys will definitely be the first but ones to know. We just saw his, we just watched the interview <laughs> before going on the air. And all he said was leg injury, so yep. we can't really comment any further no. on that. So, a fight was announced for UFC 200 that what uh, for the women's bantamweight title was not a fight either one of us were expecting. No, uh, we were both expecting. I think the Ronda Rousey Misha Tate I was fight. I was and expecting Ronda to come back, and uh, some reason that didn't work out. So. Ideally, the, the the logic would tell you, okay, well, take home then, huh? Give a rematch, right? Nope. That didn't happen either. Instead, Amanda Nunes. Which is awesome. Awesome. I'm so, yes. I think I'm one of the few people, you and I are probably some of the few people I've seen on the internet excited for this fight. I have read so much on, on uh, UFC on Fox, their, their Facebook page, uh, when they posted this in the comments. So much hate. Oh my god, so many people are angry. Why why not Nunez? And I'm trying to, I only did it once. I never do this because it never ends up well. No. I explain to random people on the internet why it makes sense. And, you know, all it ends up being is them saying, shut up. Or, you know, just not listening. All right, fine. Fine. I'm talking to a wall at this point. It makes perfect sense, man. She's been sitting there, chomping, waiting, fighting whoever the UFC wants her to fight. And I've been saying it for a long time. You know, we've talked about it here. Amanda Nunes, to any one of the three women at the top of the the Bantamweight division, she is very dangerous. Her striking skills, she may not be... On par with Holly Holm, but she had she's a great striker. Oh, absolutely! Amazing striker, better, maybe not. better than Ronda, better than Misha as far as the striking game goes. Without a doubt, you put her on the ground. I mean, we know what happens to Holly when Holly goes to the ground. It's kryptonite. It, I think she can roll perfectly fine. Her jits is as good or better than than Misha's. Absolutely, and she is tenacious. As long as she doesn't lock up with Ronda, she's not going to get hip tossed. Right. So. She she is a dangerous person, and I, oh, absolutely. I'm going to call it right now. If Amanda Nunes walks out of UFC 200 wearing that women's bantamweight title, you will not hear a shocked word out of me. Oh no, you're right. I, I there's there will be zero shock for me. Yeah. If she walks out of that cage as the new women's champion, as it gets closer and we see the camps and we see how they're progressing, you know, she's we'll make our, dangerous. We'll make our absolutely, absolutely. As a, just thinking about it right now, um, just the matchup in general, I am so excited to have this new person up there yeah. that isn't home Rousey Tate. Exactly. This new or even Cat. Exactly. This is someone that's never gotten the opportunity. Before. Amanda's been sitting there at five, six, whatever, since Betch got to fight. Exactly. When Betch was at 10 and everyone's yeah, like, yeah. why are you not Amanda Nunes? Exactly. Amanda Nunes just keeps fighting, keeps winning. Okay, okay. So when's Amanda gonna get a shot? And she's not just fighting; she's KOing. Girls. She's, she's yeah, so she's a killer, are, man. These are and decision fights can be exciting and awesome, but uh, she is not doing what the typical 
what you'd see out of that division with the women. She's not going the distance or uh, she's knocking people out. Yep. You know, that's it's incredible. And she's she's tenacious, she's she's ferocious, she's got incredible striking. Yep. She's a fun fighter to watch and she's she's humble. Uh, there's, I can't say enough good things about Amanda nope. Nunes at all. Nope. So we're both very excited to watch her fight Misha. The, well, the, the biggest... Stuff I, in the background thank here. you. I was just going to transition to that. The, the, the story really around this is the conflicting stories on whether or not Misha was offered the Holly Holm rematch and chose not to fight her or whether that whole story is made up. If you ask Holly's camp, Holly's camp says that they immediately sought a rematch right away and it was offered to Misha and Misha said no. If you ask Misha's camp, Misha's camp will tell you there was no such offer. They were told since Holly didn't have a long reign and Misha finished her, there was no need for a rematch. Right. So who's the next in line, Amanda Nunes? So there's conflicting stuff there that... Who's right, who's it's hard wrong. to say who's camped to really believe. I mean, generally, I, I can take the word of Greg Jackson and Mike Winklejohn as gospel because I believe those two quite often, and Absolutely. I don't really trust a lot of the people in Misha Tate's camp. No, but at the same cool. time, you know, who knows, man? It's hard to say. It's uh, um, down the line. I, I'm sure Holly will get an opportunity. Yep. To get back to yeah, that. I I I kind of uh, if it's not true, I'm just kind of saying I agree with with what Tate's camp had to say is Holly was not a long reigning champ. Nope. Misha did finish her. It yep. wasn't a, a, a split decision or something right. that was disputed. Because she ended her in there. She was a she was a half a fight champion. She didn't even finish a full fight as a champion. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, First title. <laughs> The thing, my thing is, is this though, as far as Holly goes, why didn't you take the fight with Cyborg then? Why weren't you the one to welcome Cyborg in? Yeah, they, she specifically turned down that. Yeah, she that turned fight. that one Said, down. Oh, thank you. And she, she says she turned it down, or her camp turned it down because she was dead set on getting that Misha rematch, and that's all, the only fight she wanted. Look, man, we all knew that Misha rematch wasn't happening anyway, because no. they, they, they talked about since the loss was her and Ronda fighting. Exactly. So that's kind of where I teeter on. I don't know how much is this is bullshit and how much of it is. But we do have a women's bantamweight title fight yeah. for UFC 200, and I'm excited about it. I really am. I like this Amanda Nunes a lot. Fight. A lot. That's going to be three championship fights. Yep. I mean, Nate and, and Connor are for a title, but it's going five. So yep. we got three championship fights on this card so far. It's going to be a long night. Yeah. And they've only got ten of the fight, nine or ten of the fights booked. Yeah. They got another fight booked um, that we'll talk about here just after this that they just put together yesterday or today. Yep. Yep. With the, with women as well, um, but as 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 this unfolds, I guess I'm kind of looking forward to seeing. Uh, and then you and I don't share rumors on our page. We nope. St- we stick to facts. Yep. Rumors out there. We try to make sure everything is substantiated and, and backed up. But this one is kind of, uh, I really want to see <laughs> who's BSing here. Right. You know, I mean, Dana, all Dana's got to do is come out and be like, here it is. This is what happened. Yeah. And I'm waiting for that. But you know what, Holly? It's a great fighter. She'll land on her feet. She'll get her chance down the line as long as she earns it. Um, Tate's going to have Nunez, and we're going to see Ronda before 2016's over. Yep. So that is, let's stick in the women's bantamweight division because, like you said, there is a there's another fight that was just announced for UFC 200. As Kat uh, Zangano is back, she's coming back finally. Uh, to take on the Venezuelan vixen, Juliana Pena. Cazigano, another fighter where we have asked, where have you been? Right. Well, now she's getting another fight. Yeah, I I like this fight. I like this fight a lot. Same here. I, I like Cat. I like watching Cat fight. I'm not the biggest fan of Juliana Pena. 
I think she's a, a quality fighter, but she's an annoying bitch. I think quality is a good term for it. Uh, she does have her uh, skill set, but Zingano, I think, outclasses her. I agree. On, on, every level, on every level, and experience, and patience, uh, and watch, and being able to play the chess match mm-hmm. of the fight game and seeing the things unfold before they happen. I think she's a far more intelligent fighter. Yeah, I mean, anybody that bases any opinions on Kat Zingano on that Ronda Rousey fight has never watched Kat Zingano fight. Exactly. Anyone not named Ronda Rousey. Right. I I hope Kat wins this fight. I don't like Juliana all that much. <laughs> Personally, I just find her really annoying. I like, I mean, we'll, we'll break it down then, but uh, Definitely. This, is, uh, this is just uh, another announcement to that 200 yep. card that's, you know, building. It's unfolding to be, I mean, we could, if we get another championship match in there, oh, oh my, my God. God. This is going to be like from 6 o'clock till 5 in the morning. Yeah. I mean, we're going we're to be looking at 11 hours. Yeah, man. Hours for the fight. It's going to be a lot of coffee. It's going to be a two pot of coffee night. Absolutely. I can't um, wait. I cannot wait. I, but I, I'm glad Kat is in there. I'm glad Kat's getting a, a spot at 200. Yep. Um, I'm glad she's back. Yeah, um, the more the more quality fighters in that women's bantamweight division we can push up there. Yeah, the less we'll have to see Rosie oh, Holman. Exactly, you know, we'll get to see some more fresh blood, and that's that's really what it's all about is is reinventing yourself <coughs> and reinventing the division and keeping some young fresh blood coming through there. Otherwise, it's going to stay a lot like the heavyweight. Oh yeah. You can't just keep having the same fight over and over again. Man, this is going to be a great fight. I'm excited, yeah. dude. I can't wait to see Cat back in the cage. Um, I think it's a good it's a good fight for both of these women. Um, I think Cat's a great test for Juliana. And I think it's a good comeback fight for Cat. Yes, definitely. So. I'm, I'm interested in seeing how, you know, kind of shape she comes back in. Yeah, and, where she's at mentally. I mean, she went through a lot before that Ronda fight. A lot. And her, pers- her, her personal, personal life, life destroyed. And she still came out as a classy woman. And I have the utmost respect for Kat Zingano. I, I think she's always held herself as a very classy individual. Yeah. Um, not much Absolutely. Not much for the trash talk. No. She just gets in the cage and, and gets it done. So, And she holds a victory over the current Bantamweight yeah. champion. So Absolutely. There's that. There's another story to tell there. So the women's bantamweight division is really shaping up over the next three months. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, and if Pena pulls this off, she she becomes in there. She's been running her mouth since she got her UFC contract. So, and she very well could. You know, and Pena could get popped up in there. You Absolutely. Know, you could see Pena and uh, Nunes go out. You could see. I mean, there's just a lot of cool stuff. Let's make her and Misha fight. They're teammates. It's great. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. No big deal. Speaking of guys, speaking of guys that are doing things, uh, as we told you guys a few weeks ago, maybe a month or so ago, that uh, Mr. Jackson, Rampage Jackson, got sent back to Bellator with that whole contract dispute and everything. Uh, Rampage has a fight. He is going to be fighting Satoshi Aishi uh, and headlining Bellator's Dynamite 2 on June 24th. Which I don't remember Dynamite One if that was the uh, the night with the kickboxing and all that other garbage that wasn't remember. all that great. But well, but this I don't know much about Satoshi Ishii. Nah, me um, But I know uh, I love watching Rampage fights. Uh, I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> even even I like the build up to a Rampage fight. Sometimes the fight leaves oh, yeah, you, you leaves you. With plenty to be desired because you never know what Quentin's going to come in the cage. But yeah, uh, I definitely enjoy the build-up to a Rampage fight. Uh, it was for a while there. Is he going to fight in the UFC? Right. Where's he going to fight at? What's he going to do? And he's not a young cat anymore. And, you know How many fights does he have left? I mean, there's just a lot of stuff. Right. And, and, and Quentin, I guess, I mean, he's tough as nails. He could fight for, for several more years without a doubt, but... Um, he's, this is this is a big big deal for Bellator to, to get a main eventer of his quality. Absolutely, uh, well, it's going to help some a, a lot of ratings, especially with 
uh, even even casual fans know Quentin Randolph. Yeah, Quentin, Quentin's a name that people know. Yeah. So let's keep you guys posted on any yeah. developments with that. That's not just, until June. Yeah, that's not until the end of June. They so that on the fifth, that you know, we finally got to see where Quentin's going. Maybe maybe we'll get a another Dada five thousand fight. I hope not. I hope not either. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Speaking of old people. (laughs) So, uh, Dan Henderson is co-headlining the UFC on Fox 19. And uh, this is his last fight on his UFC contract. He is in his 40s. He hasn't, I mean, he's lost way more fights lately than he's won. Absolutely. He's taking on Leoto, who is dangerous always. Yeah, absolutely. You know, he's he's he started off his prior career slow, and he's going right back to it now. He's you know he's won three losses. I mean, he rejuvenated won. himself in between the UFC and when he went to Strikeforce because he was even kind of floundering in that last the yeah. first round around through the UFC. And then he went to Strikeforce and beat the piss out of everybody, including right. Fedor. And came back to the UFC on fire and was hitting a stride for a while to the TRT thing and just okay. ain't been the same, man. So there's rumors, there's talk on whether this will be Hendo's last fight, period. We know it's his last fight on the UFC contract. I don't see the UFC resigning him. I do not, not as a fighter, as some kind of ambassador. ambassador yeah, yeah. Abs- talking. Absolutely um, can see that. You know, they'll send him out when they go to whatever city to sign some autographs. Right. And kind of, you know, that, that, that face out there yep. to, for people to see. But honestly, this, in my opinion, this is the last time we're going to see Dan Henderson fight in a UFC octagon. I hope so. Um, I, I just don't... He may go somewhere else and try to That's but, what I'm afraid of is him uh, going to Bellator. Because he doesn't want to give it up. But at, could, this, at this stage, man... I mean, he could go to Bellator and fight Vanderlei. He could go... Which is probably what they will do. Yeah. Which would, I mean, make sense. Yeah. To, to do that some year, so many years later, though. Oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, whatever. That's what people, they do over there. People, I mean, if they did it, if they especially if they did it in Japan, it'd be huge. It'd still be huge. It'd be huge. I mean, the fight might not necessarily even, be no. a good a Even if good you, especially fight. if you could get Fedor on that card, too. Unbelievable. It's like a Fedor Sakuraba or something. Jesus, right. But I, you know, <coughs> Dan's fighting Leono. I don't like Dan's chances. We'll talk about that when it comes up. Um, Dan has nothing left to prove. To anyone. And I don't think he has that much to offer for how much he thinks he's worth exactly. in terms of money. Yeah. I think my opinion is Dan probably thinks himself that X dollars in UFC only sees this much out of yeah. going forward. Yep. And that's just not going to mix. No. And Dan's, we're not going to see a new contract signed. I don't agree. I, I, I agree with you 100%. He has a relationship with Scott Coker. Scott will throw money at him. Exactly. Dan likes to get paid. Exactly. So we'll see what happens. I, I'm hoping he hangs it up. I hope he doesn't go and fight in Bellator, but dollar signs make you do dumb shit. So. Win or lose, and I say this with all due respect to Dan Henderson because he's earned it. Win, lose, or draw, I hope this is his last UFC fight. Couldn't have said it better myself, my friend. We got... One more. One more news story, and this one's going to piss me off pretty bad. Huh. We, we talked, we broke you guys a few, oh, I don't know, it was a couple months ago when yeah. this broke out, shortly after the uh, Jacare UL fight, which was bullshit. Oh my God, it was horseshit. UL Romero came back with a, a tainted supplement, or a tainted supplement uh, test. He failed the test for a tainted yeah. supplement. USADA gave him freaking six months. Six months retroactive Retro. to January. Yeah. So basically, we're going to see UL Romero in a few months. He's, he's it, eligible July 12th to fight again. It angers me. This guy has gotten away with some dumb shit so many times between not getting up off the stool against Tim Kennedy. That was the biggest. The water everywhere. Piece of shit move I've seen in the, the, the goddamn Vaseline, ice. the ice. This guy pulls more shit in the cage constantly to find ways to give himself a little more time to recuperate. And. 
But now he just gets a little slap on the wrist. Yeah. And okay, here you go, man. Back in there. He ran with that, and his lawyers ran with that. It wasn't our fault. We read the bottle and nothing was on there. It must have been tainted. But when you're in a gym like that, a lot of the guys tend to take a lot of the same things right. because they have the same nutritionists. Exactly. They have the same uh, chefs. They have the same this physicians. So they tend to stay on the same thing. Nobody else Nobody else got one. Exactly. So you got the only tainted package of powder or whatever, you know, supplement that the right boys, just him just him come on man come you on you don't need to be an attorney of law or a doctor of science or anything like that to, to know common sense someone else in there was taking the same thing and they pissed queen he did something to cheat like he always does something to cheat yep and he didn't want to pay the price for yep. it so he bought the lawyers and he paid everybody to get this little slap on the wrist. Exactly. You know, meanwhile, there's cats out there that want to smoke a little green for some anxiety at night to help them sleep, and they're gone for three years. Yep. Give me a fucking break. It's ridiculous, Pardon man. Me, but give me a fucking break. It's, this is infuriating. That's why I'm so mad. Like, I don't even... We read this article just before... I just remembered right before we were getting ready to start yeah. that this announcement was made this week. Yeah, we didn't even have this on, on, uh, on our lineup to do... This week until you mentioned it before yep. we got on the show. And then I read the details of it and immediately got pissed and regretted bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything to say. This makes me sick. I'm disgusted with Yoel Romero and the bullshit that he gets away with. He's, he's cost two fighters fights that they should have won. Mm. And rightfully so. Yeah. One, I mean, Tim Kennedy got robbed. Completely robbed. He robbed Jacare. Absolutely. So, I'm... I hope uh, it's fine. Go to get back into it. Come on back. You can and somebody else can beat the piss out of you because I'm over it. I'm done with it. You know what? I hope you piss dirty again. Me too. Yeah, get get a two year ban and and get the hell out of here, you cheater. There's nobody. There's no way at your age you should have a body like that. No, you know, and to get six month retro basically ends up being a three month. Vacation Essentially. For him. Essentially. Yeah. Because he can fight in July. Right. Uh, and he just fought in January. So, right. I mean, it doesn't really take any time away from him. Nope. You know? He doesn't lose anything, man. He doesn't lose a thing. He's laughing all the way over. Yep. The, what a joke that yep. was. And, you know, for the most part, USADA and their new stuff, they've been a blessing yeah. to the sport. They've done a lot to clean this place up. They've man. done a lot of good. They've made a lot of good decisions. This just doesn't happen to be one of them. Nope. Not at all. Uh, this this one is a was, terrible decision. This one was a failure. Um, you let me down back there, Usada. You really did. I had such you know good things to say about you up to this point. There's a lot of people that criticized and said, you know, it, it isn't really working. They're not getting everybody. They were getting a lot of people. They were getting a lot of names. They weren't backing down just nope. because you were a big name. Nope. You were getting the same treatment. Uh, you know, if you were, these guys have history, but if you're Conor McGregor, you got the same exact treatment as Rob Whiteford. Yep. You know, there was no difference in there. Now, with now this. This, this, this upsets it's me. It's a joke. There's a lot of upset fighters, too. Michael Bisbing has been pretty outspoken about things, so. Yeah, we just needed to pass that along. I didn't want yeah. to get too much into it because it angers me a lot. It's a it's it's a joke. So we had a lot of news. This yeah, time. a lot of news. Not a lot to talk about. Like as far as fights, we told you guys we'll 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 give you guys the in depth breakdown of these fights yeah. next week, man. We got two a fight to break down, a fight to preview. So it'll be a busy. Day it'll be a busy. Yeah, it will be. It'll be a busier show next week for sure. Uh, Dave, any final thoughts, man, before we call it a week? Um, I'm, I'm glad to see the UFC breaking into new markets. It's yep. hard for us to call those, but um, the more markets they get into means the more fighters get exposed. Exactly. Which means more talent comes in, which means good for the business. Yep. So, Croatia, I, I hope you guys are ready for a, a great show because I'm sure they're going to be out there to put on the very best that they can. Yep. And I hope we see some new fans along the way because of it. I couldn't have said it better myself. We both we both have stated, man, we want this to be a good car. We want to come in next week and be able to be like, wow, didn't know about this guy. Holy cow, did you see what he did to him? Oh, my God, did you see that knockout? I want to see you some know? brilliant knockouts. Yep. Brilliant I don't want a card full of boring fights. No. We've had enough. I want to see aggression and technique. And yeah, man. 
So that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode of the Average Joe's MMA Show. As always, make sure you're going and keeping an eye on our Facebook page for any breaking news. Get on to iTunes, give us a rating, a nice little review. Tell your friends, send them over. You got an MMA fan that isn't listening, tell them to start tuning in. Uh, if there's any late breaking news in between shows, you know we'll have it posted to the Average Joe's MMA Facebook page. Twitter is still on its way. We're having a hang-up on Twitter with... Uh, verifying. Verifying. Yeah, uh, same problem I had, man. I've been trying, I've been trying to push through every day, and uh, it's, it's been difficult. Yeah, so Twitter don't Twitter don't play. We'll figure, We'll get it figured out, I'm though. I'm trying. Um, so, yeah, that's going to wrap it up for the episode 21. For David Van Bogen, I'm Jeff Shanahan. Thank you guys for listening, and make sure you tune in next week for another episode of the Average Joe's MMA Show.